Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yemini, and each week we'll look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspectives in honor of the Refuah Shlema, the complete and speedy recovery of Haravamita Ben Shoshana, Leia Mincha Baskitl, and Shu'ub Ben Britta. This week's Parsha Perspectives in loving memory of Edward Ben Ephraim, Shlomo Ben Edward, and Yerachmiel Daniel Ben Gedalia. May their souls be uplifted and may their memories be a blessing. This week's Torah portion is Parsha Shmini, uniquely qualified. Our Parsha begins with Aaron and his sons officiating as Kohanim as priests in the Mishkan on the eighth day from its inauguration. Hashem's fire consumed the Karbonis, consumed the sacrifices that they gave, signaling His divine presence was in the Mishkan. Amid all the excitement, Aaron's eldest two sons, Nadav and Aviyu, brought a Torah offering, an incense offering that they had not been told to give. Immediately, a heavenly fire came down, consumed them, and killed them instantly. Moshe quickly ordered his cousins to remove Nadav and Aviyu's bodies from the Mishkan. He told Aaron and his two remaining sons not to mourn traditionally, for they have to serve in the Mishkan on behalf of the Jewish people. After this tragic story, Hashem spoke directly to Aaron and commanded him and all future Kohanim to never drink while working in the Mishkan or in the Beis Mikdash. Because if they are drunk, they might not be able to differentiate between the pure, the Tahar, and the impure, the Tameh, and can make a potential fatal mistake. The Parsha concludes with the signs that distinguish between a kosher and non-kosher animal. Kosher animals must chew their cud seven times and have split hooves, and a kosher fish must have both fins and scales. While the Torah lists birds which are not kosher, it does not say what signs make a bird kosher. But the Shulchan Aruch writes that it can't be a bird of prey, it must have an extra toe behind and above the other toes, and have a gizzard that can be peeled by hand. However, a question comes to mind. Moshe enthusiastically gave his brother encouragement to step into the role of the high priest. Rashi on Pasuk Zion explains that Aaron felt embarrassed, ashamed, and unworthy of this holy and sacred duty. But why did Aaron feel undeserving of this most spiritual commitment? The Yorachim HaKadosh, Rav Chaim Ibn Attar, a Moroccan commentary and Kabbalist, gives a very interesting explanation. He writes that the primary purpose of the Mishkan was to repent and atone for the sin of the golden calf. But since Aaron played a crucial role in the golden calf's creation, he felt unqualified to lead the services that would seek forgiveness for that sin. The Arachim HaKadosh explains that Moshe responded to Aaron that this was the reason that he was chosen to be the Kohen Gadol, to be the high priest. Since he had a role in the sin, he can sincerely seek and pray for forgiveness for the sin. Moshe Rabbeinu had no part of the sin. He was on Harsinai with God, and therefore his prayers and pleas would be less effective in this specific circumstance. As Moshe Rabbeinu says in the Pasuk, And bring your sin offering and burnt offering, and it will turn for you and the rest of the nation. However, Rabbi Sachs of blessed memory gives a deeper and more profound explanation. In his book, Covenant and Conversation, he writes that Aaron did not hesitate to be the Kohen Gadol, to be the high priest because of a specific sin. He was hesitant and reluctant because he felt entirely unworthy of such a sacred and holy position. For Aaron did not have any ambition and desire to be in the focus of attention of the entire nation. 
He would much rather live a life out of the public eye, committed and devoted to God. Rabbi Sachs explains that Aaron Akoin suffered from imposter syndrome, loosely defined as people who doubt their unique abilities and feel unworthy of their successes. This phenomenon disproportionately affects high-achieving and successful people. Aaron Akoin did not feel deserving of such a role despite being specifically chosen by God for it. Rabbi Sachs continues that Moshe Rabbeinu responded to Aaron, that his hesitation was the basis and reason for him being selected. For the position of the Kohen Gadol of the high priest was a singular role with a unique responsibility, to be the representative and emissary of the entire Jewish nation before God. And therefore, any person running after and desiring such an immense responsibility is probably not the correct individual for it. Moshe Rabbeinu saw Aaron's hesitancy regarding assuming such a significant role and knew that he was the perfect person to be the Kohen Gadol. In our daily life, we must realize that running after honor and positions of power usually drives it further away. For we are not as covert as we think we are, making our intentions and ambitions crystal clear. Yet if we just work and strive to be a person that is guided by Torah values and principles, we will find ourselves in God's unique role for us. There's a famous Yiddish quote, Honor is like a shadow. The more you run after it, the farther it runs away. Have a great weekend and good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.